Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of the Sheridan Tapes was brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Shirley Casperson, Virginia Spots, Jesse Steele, Sam Taylor, Mike and Don Van Winkle, Neil Covert, and Seb Jimenez. If you'd like to support the show as well, then please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $1 a month, you get early access to all new episodes, a special patron-only podcast, and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. It's remarkably lucky that you're alive right now. I do hope you know that, in whatever way you can. That you know just how fortunate it is that you survived your little encounter for both of us. I do wonder how much of it you'll remember, though. Really remember, that is. Experiences like this, they they tend to recede into the realm of the half-remembered of dreams and nightmares. And if the doctors are right about the extent of your injuries, it might be gone completely. I do hope it's only the memory that's lost. We need the rest of you here. Your abilities, your obsession, your drive. If any of this is going to work, then we need all that you have to offer us. (laughs) I suppose we'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Yes, wait and see what comes out of all of this. Make it a good one, yes. For your sake, if no one else's. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I've been staring at this thing for hours now, trying to make some sense of it. The last will and testament of Anna Sheridan found, supposedly, in the glove box of her camper van just outside Oslo. And it just says one word. Listen. Maybe I'm being too literal, but... She says listen, and that's all I can really do. At least until I get more information on DeWitt. If that ever happens. Okay. Detective Samuel Bailey, Oslo County Police Department, Homicide Division. Recording tape number 17128 on April 16th, 2019 at 9.01 p.m. All right. Today is May 25th, 2016. PCT through hike, day 75. It's been tough going the last few days, but thankfully Maria was kind enough to allow me a very self-indulgent turnoff down the Granite Lake Trail. Granted, we just passed the lake, but she hasn't asked where we're going yet, so I figured now would be as good a time as any hey, to... are you recording? That I am. What for? Because we're here. Whoa. How's that for a view? Ah, I've seen better. Where? Um, hold on. Give me a second to think of one. Well, in the meantime, don't say I never take you anywhere nice. Besides the crumbling ruins and haunted houses, you mean? Yeah, this is a nice change of pace. Don't be so sure. Check it out. Where? Down there in the inlet. That, Maria's soul, is Emerald Bay. And that little rock in the middle of it is Fanet Island. Please tell me that's not what I think it is. That it is. You're looking at the mortal remains of Laura Josephine Knight's tea house. She had it built about the same time as her summer home, right over there on the opposite shore. Geez, that's a summer home? Vikings home, built 1929. 38 rooms, Scandinavian construction, American craftsman style. Haunted? Unfortunately not. At least not that I can tell. Darn, that's a shame. Guess we'd better get going back- The island's haunted, though. What? Or maybe the whole bay, come to think of it. Harried by the soul of one Captain Dick Barter. Okay, are you pulling my leg now, or- (laughs) Hand on my heart, that's his real name. Also known as Them's My Toes Barter. Come on, Anna, I'm not an idiot. 
He was an undertaker for the Overland Stage Company in the mid-19th century. Lived on the bay from about mm, 1860 to 1870, I think. He owned a little sailing boat called the Nancy, which he sailed up and down the lake to visit bars, drink everyone under the table, and tell stories, mostly about himself. One night, he got caught in a bad storm, and the ship capsized in the lake. He managed to float back to Emerald Bay, crawl into his little boathouse, and then pass out for several days. When he woke up, two of his toes had gone gangrenous, so he had to cut them off himself to stop the infection from killing him. That's a bit extreme. Who am I to judge? Of course, it did nothing to make him any more bearable. If anything, it seems like it made him worse. Whenever he had guests over, he'd tell the story, go into the other room, and come back with an old cigar box. He'd hold it up to their faces, open it, and proudly say, Them's my toes. Jesus, Anna, there's no way that's true. All true. Except for the cigar box. I have no idea what kind of box he kept them in. Yeah, sure. So, haunted? Oh, yes. Barter, for all his eccentricities, was an undertaker by trade. He knew just how much preparation it took to ensure a proper burial this far out into the wild. So, after his toe-cutting incident, he built his own crypt on the summit of Fanet Island and told everyone at the bars and saloons that if he died, they should bury him there earned it the nickname Dead Man's Island for a while. So what, he's buried down there? Not worth a hike down, I think. Not quite. What? Well, where's he buried then? He isn't. What's that supposed to mean? About three years later, he was caught in another storm, and this time he wasn't so lucky. His ship ran into the rocks and disintegrated on impact. As far as anyone can tell, he was pulled below water and drowned. But they never found his body. Only a bit of wreckage in one of the oars. What happened to the other one? They found it four months later, floating in the middle of the lake, completely undamaged. Stories began to spread after that, of course. That Barter had carried it with him into the depths and only let go of it months later. That he was still alive at the bottom of the lake somehow. That on evenings when the air is cold and the sun is down, he rises out of the fog and climbs to the summit of the island, trying to return to his tomb and find peace. Bravo, Anna. You've creeped me out yet again. I do my best. Want to see it? Do we have to hike down? Unfortunately, yes. All right, but it better be worth it. Trust me, it will be. All right, all set up for the night so I can finally record again. It took a while to get out here to the island. The owner of the marina didn't want to rent us a boat after hours, but I talked her around. Had to pay for two full days to do it, but still. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to camp out here, but we can stay for a few hours after sundown to see what we can see. 
I found a couple of dry branches on the way up to the crest and managed to get a fire going pretty quickly. We're definitely going to need it. It's already dropped below 40, and it's just going to keep getting colder. A freezing, foggy night. Just what I... Next time, you get the wood, and I'll start the fire. No way. I've seen you try to light one. Not a pretty picture. Well, maybe if you'd share the lighter fluid, I'd have better luck. Nope. Shared in family recipe. Can't share it with a living soul. Oh, come on. I can literally see that bottle. It's just... Uh-uh-uh. Trade secret. Fine. Keep your secrets, and I'll keep mine. <laughs> what secrets? I think you've blogged them all away at this point. Oh, right. Pro tip, Maria. Always have a few secrets in reserve. That way conversations never get boring. Well, then how do you keep them running out, huh? Simple. Keep making up new ones. (laughs) 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 Looks like the sun's gone down now. How long do you think it'll take your ghost captain to turn up? The fog's already getting pretty thick down there. Shouldn't be more than an hour or so now, I guess. Good. You have the scanner ready? No. I thought you had it. What? No, I don't. Yes, you do. It was in your backpack when we left. I gave it back to you to charge, remember? You told me you'd plug into the solar panels this morning. Shit. Oh, wonderful. So... How screwed are we? Submarine without a sonar screwed. We need to get back to the boat. Can't we stay for just a little while? See if he even turns up? Well, maybe, but... No. We have no idea what we're really dealing with out here, and I'd prefer not to have some eldritch monstrosity come slithering out of the dark without any warning. You? No, I'm with you on that. It's just... I can't risk both of us on a hunch. Douse the fire. We've got to go. Watch that drop. I see it. I see it. Where's the boat? Over there, just past the trees. You sure? Yes, just go. be fine. The stories are all about the island, so we should be safe out here on the water, hopefully. That's reassuring. I think you'd be used to should-bes and possibly's by now. Certainty's the price of admission out here. Are you still recording? Always. Why? What? Well, I meant to ask you on the trail. I mean, you pull that thing out at the drop of a hat. Sometimes even when you're not talking to it. I was just wondering why. Well, to keep track of things for one. That's probably the main reason. Getting a first-hand account of what I see and hear. These things tend to blur together a bit if you let them. I think it's the brain's way of protecting itself from impossibilities when it can't just forget them. 
Seeing what kinds of distortions show up on the tape helps me classify them too. That was an unexpected bonus when I stopped using digital recordings. And, well, maybe it's that I'm afraid. You? Afraid? Of what? I don't know. Being forgotten, I guess? Lost without a trace? No, that's not it. I guess it's being misremembered. So, you put everything on tape. What? So that people know that you really were the crazy ghost hunter everyone already thinks you are? No, that's not... Look! What? Where? On the island. Down by the shoreline. Can you see him? I can't see anything with this fog. It's him. I know it's him. He's at the water's edge. He just walked right out of the lake. I don't see anything. Are you pulling my leg again, or are you- Whoa, watch the boat! You're gonna tip us over! No, I'm not! Maria, stop! I... Oh! <laughs> Come on, grab my hand! I'll pull you back in! <laughs> I can't! Something's got me! finally move my fingers enough to start the recorder. Thankfully, I dropped it in the boat right before I went in. Doubt it would survive the swim any better than I did. Here, these are all the blankets they had at the marina. And a hot water bottle, too, but I had to buy it from the store and pay for it. It's fine, Maria. Sit down. Take a load off. It's been a long night for both of us. I'm not tired. I just... Okay. Yes, I am. Don't feel bad about this. Trust me, it could have ended much worse. I still wish I'd been faster. You saved my life, Maria. Don't forget that. You still haven't told me what actually happened. What's there to talk about? I fell in, you jumped in after me, and then you rode my half-frozen carcass back to shore. No, I mean... When you came out of the water, you had a a weird look on your face. I mean, you almost looked... Looked what? Haunted. Like you saw something down there. No. No? I didn't see anything down there. I... I heard something. Something in the water. What was it? I don't know. It sounded like a human voice, but you know how much that's worth with these things. Well, what did it say then? It asked me something. I couldn't hear it very clearly. You were already hauling me out of the water by then. But I think it was something like, What would you do to save yourself? Did you say anything back? Of course I didn't. The boat was right there. I didn't need any supernatural help to get out of the water. Just you. 
And if I hadn't been there? You ask me why I record everything. What I'm afraid of. Yeah, and you didn't really answer. That's because I didn't know. Not really. But I think I figured it out. So... You remember what I told you about the captain? How he knew that death would come for him sooner or later, so he made preparations for it. Dug his own grave, you mean? Told people what to do with his body. Turned it into a story. Made it memorable, unmistakable. So powerful, we're still talking about it almost a century and a half later. So, you think he did all that, what? To make sure he had a legacy? Neither of us are going to be here forever, Maria. And I've spent enough time dealing with ghosts to know that the marks of our passage last far longer than we do. I just want to make sure that I leave a good one. <sighs> marks of our passage. Hmm. Well, I've got yours here, Sheridan. A hundred cassette tapes and one sheet of paper, just telling me to listen. What story are you trying to tell me here, huh? <laughs> uh, it's a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying... No. Wait, there, there is something here. It's frail, but there are connections. That phrase, that, that question she heard in the water, I, I know I've heard it somewhere else. She's talked about water before, too, on the Donner Pass tape, and the one about the well, and, uh... Well, there's, there's somewhere else, but I can't remember right now. Maybe I... Maria's soul. She's on two of those tapes, at least, and it seems like she knew Sheridan better than I thought. I don't think anyone on the original investigation team interviewed her, but... Maybe she has some answers for me. The Sheridan Tapes, Episode 12, This Dark Sojourn, starring Erin Neely Chaconis as Anna Sheridan, Amitola Lomas as Maria Soul, Michael Dostro as The Mysterious Voice, and Trevor Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, with original music by Jesse Hagen, written and produced by Trevor Van Winkle and made possible by our supporters at patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Trevor underscore VW. New episodes are released every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on all podcasting platforms. I'm Trevor Van Winkle, this is Homestead on the Corner, and you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes.
Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.